With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nigelan's Community Call. Uh, this call is for a target individual. And um, but before I begin, I just want to add. Uh, right now, my call was censored. Well, not right now, but before. So I started my call, and for some reason, I could not record my call. In the talk show chat window, um, there was no option to record uh, my call. There is no option to even mute and unmute my call. So they basically just sent me out of my own shit on TalkShoot, okay? And so I had to find some workaround. I wish I would have found this earlier, but um, since I have found it now, I apologize for that. I had to call a guy who was on the call earlier with me, and apparently, um, I guess he's not available. So I just wanted to let him know that um, the show is started and I'm able to record. So basically, you know, I had to do a runaround, go into the menu and talk show and just um, have the call just automatically record. 
soon as I start the show. So that way, at least my call can be recorded. Because if I can't do that, if I couldn't do it that way, then this would not be uh, recorded right now. So this is an attempt of censorship, an attempt to silence me from exposing what it is that they're doing. This is an attempt by the powers that be, okay, to cover up their crimes that have been committed against me and those like me in the TI community, okay? And so they will do everything. And, and I guess the reason why, particularly tonight, is because, again, they started with the fire truck harassment, okay, uh, then using the mother of my two youngest children to target me. And, um, you know, so now I guess they don't want me to talk about it. They don't want me to expose what it is that they do it. So what do they do? They knew my show tonight. And so in an attempt to silence me and uh, as to not have me expose what it is that they're doing and continue to do, um, they take these steps in uh, through the infiltration of talk show to basically um, target my show so that I cannot do any sort of record. But, um, you know, talk show does give you the option to record your call automatically. And so that's what I have to go into the menu and do that. And like I said, I wish I thought about that earlier because um, I wasted about two hours of um, writing the talk show back and forth. Not back and forth, but writing the talk show. And if I got a response from them about the issue that I was having, okay? But anyway, this is, this is what they do. So hopefully um, I cannot end the recording, but hopefully the recording will end on its own. And um, hopefully this recording will be saved. Um, but some information that I wanted to give out tonight, and I guess that's hence the reason why, part of the reason why they also didn't want me to uh, do this show. So uh, anyway, here here is an uh, <coughs> an article that was written in um, 2014, I believe. Let's see, because I don't see the uh, when this article was written here. It was uh, 2000, March 10, 2014, okay? And the article is called State Terror and State-Sanctioned Terrorism, Models of Mind and Behavior Control in Orwell, 1984, as operationalized Jim Jones in the People, Temple, Mass, Suicide and Revolution. Written by Phillips G. D'Amato, PhD, Stanford University. Terrorism is about one thing, psychology. It is the psychology of fear. It is the psychology of inducing fear in a target population or political objective. 
it is a it is the weaponization of fear and anxiety induction, usually by a small group opposed to the political, economic, religious, and or social agenda of a larger, more powerful, entrenched group. Such would be terrorists are most effective when they are nameless, faceless, and placeless. The core of their power resides in the very anonymity that resists traditional systematical warfare against them. This politically motivated violence by subnational clandestine groups attempt to undercut confidence in the government to protect citizens on the, against random attacks that undermines a sense of national security. The attacks against the World Trade Center and the September and the Pentagon on September 11, 2001, now ranks as a prime example of such terrorism. But terrorism comes in other forms as well. In urban guerrilla terrorism, members of disenfranchised groups attack forces or symbols of their own government that are judged to be repressive or unjust. State-sponsored terrorism is organized top-down by clandestine groups that are logistically and operationally supported by a nation in power against those who are perceived as threats to national security. State terror is similar to state-sponsored terrorism, but more openly flaunts the repressive and destructive power of the nation-state against elements in its own population that are actually or potentially rebellious of the state leadership or dogma. And finally, international terrorism focuses the force of more than one nation against an opponent in a systematic clandestine warfare designed to overthrow its leaders. I highlight the mind control strategies and tactics brilliantly conceived by George Orwell in his prophetic novel, 1984, to illustrate the powers of state-sponsored and state-sponsored terrorism. These fictional portrayals are then shown to become the catechism of the religious leader, Jim Jones, Reverend of the People's Temple, the San Francisco and Los Angeles-based branch of the Protestant Church of Christ Disciples. In 1978, 912 United States citizens committed revolutionary suicide or were murdered by their friends and relatives at Jones Temple a South American jungle compound in Diana. My thesis is that Jones knew about Orwell mind control machinery and utilized all of it in a systematic campaign over many to achieve the ultimate objective of extreme mind control. On his own church followers, this ultimate successful mind control program mirrors the developed mirrors that developed by the CIA in its decade-long futile attempt to 
to discover and make operational principles of mind control in the MK Ultra program. Some evidence suggests a possible link between Jones and the CIA in this internal terrorist plot. <coughs> Imagine that your enemy mission is to control your every thought, feeling, and action so that they can so that they become alienated from your core and then come to belong to the state in its massive plans for the total domination of you and your kin. Consider how you feel knowing that the goals of this enemy are broadly proclaimed as to extinguish once and for all the possibility of independent thought, all on 1981, page 459. To eliminate the conditions that enable even one erroneous thought to exist anywhere in the world, page 210. To crush the core of humanness so that no person is capable of ordinary human feeling, page 211. And for good measure, to enforce such total obedience to its authority that every citizen is prepared to commit suicide if and when we order you to do so, page 142. Imagine further that this terrifying enemy is not some external force emanating from a foreign nation, but it is your own government. It is the party of your government. How do you resist becoming a brainwashed, gut-cleansed, slave of such a system? How do you instigate a rebellion? Organizing the might of the minority who do not want to be controlled against this inhuman force. Before you can start to develop a plan of resistance, you must understand the strategy and tactics of mind control being put into operation by this enemy. In this battle of the forces of inhumane totalitarian control against the spirit of every man and woman, the system loses if even one person is able to maintain autonomy, preserve free will, and sustain a sense of compassion for one's fellow. The absolute power of this oppressive system is threatened by the presence of even a single dissident, someone who can laugh at its pretentiousness by remembering when life was different and better, and by imagining future realities, future possible selves, with meaningful options and variable voices. But the system views such dissidents as a stain that must be wiped out. And the party uses all its might in its efforts to cleanse such stain from the fabric of its domination. John Orwell gives us a model of resistance, a reluctant hero, Winston Smith, who stands against the omnipotence of the 1984 version of the system. 
What can we learn from his trail and tribulation that may help us cope more effectively with the, com- with the contemporary version of the system that has been operating since Orwell shared his insight with us some 50 years ago? My answer, compact in several, seven parts. First outline are Orwell's view of what is essentially of what is essential in human nature. Since they form a reverse blueprint that reveals the justification of this this use of so many different devices of mind control, each of which is designed to undermine some aspect of humanity. Next reviewed are the key features of those exotic mind control devices, the psychological technology for modifying behavior and altering the function of the mind that although gifts to the system. The issue of the malleability of man and of course woman when pitted against powerful situational forces is analyzed. I showed them how Winston, like most of us, increases his vulnerability social influence while paradoxically believing he is becoming more resistant, doing so by making what is known as the fundamental attribution error, social psychological research on the power of situations illustrates this dual tendency to overestimate individual strength and character while underestimating the force of subtle aspects of the social situation and trying to understand what causes us to act as we do. A contrast is presented of what it takes to become a true believer rather than just a party conformist, showing that the system errs in seeking only the latter when it is the former that is vital for feeding its ideology for future growth without constant external control. Briefly illustrate is how Orwell fictional mind control conception have been embraced, extended, and made more powerful by modern influence peddlers in our real world. We see this among those who would kill, care, and convert and educate us. Most notable features is the CIA in its MK Ultra program for decades from the 1950s to the 1970s, and probably well beyond that time. Finally, I entertain the possibility that the mass suicide, mass murder of 912 U.S. citizens in the jungles of Guyana in 1978, orchestrated by former Reverend Jim Jones, pastor of the People's Temple, was modeled directly on many of the strategies and tactics of mind and body control that Jones learned as a student of Orwell's system in 1984. What is the Aurelian view of human nature as revealed in his mind control technology? Each of 1984 technology of mind control is aimed at either undermining or overwhelming some attributes central to the human spirit. 
For freedom of action, there is obedience training. For freedom of association and interpersonal trust, there is social isolation, enforced solitude, and the spy network. For independence of one thought, there is newspeak, thought control, and thought police. For reality-based perception and decision, here is sense, impression, denial, double-think, and reality control. For human pride, there are pernicious interrogation tactics and the humiliating terror of one's most terrible fears exposed in Room 101. For sharing tender sentiments, there is aversive emotional conditioning, elimination of sexual impulse, and implanting pro-war hateful motion. The use of language to convey and focus cognitive function is devastated by crime stop and newspeak. Personal privacy and solitude wither under the glare of Big Brother telescreen surveillance. Individuality, eccentricity, and diversity also yield to the force of crime stop. Objective time and fact, facts, along with personal memory, are no match for the Ministry of Truth Falsification Tactics of Selective Amnesia. Orwell confronts us with some of the most profound questions of our human existence. What is reality? What is truth? What are the central, most vital qualities of the human psyche? What happens when intelligence is allowed free reign without constraint by compassionate feelings or social conscience? Conscience. And we, and can an individual survive in an inhospitable environment without the tangible support of a social group, family, and friends, or the spiritual support of a religious, mythical ideology? What is unique and to be valued in the human condition? By illustrating what can happen when our assumptions and beliefs are negated or are reversed, Orwell forces us to see anew what there is to value and thus preserve against all odds in in sustaining the beauty and meaning of the human condition. The uniqueness of our species and of each individual emanates from the coupling of intelligence, consciousness, motivation, and effect. Intelligence gives us the capacity to learn, to remember, to imagine alternatives, to transform current existence. Consciousness gives us the awareness of the self as a uniquely time-bound entity able to distinguish inner from external realities, wishes from what is, and to carry in our head a worldview of potentiality that transform our vision beyond the constraints of current actuality. Motivation, energizes human resolve, move us from intention to action, enable us to preserve towards goals, goals despite adversities, affect colors, the quality of experience 
contains infinite, infinitely complex keys that enrich us and transport us beyond a life limited to experience animal pleasures and pain. And perspective. However vital to each of these fundamental functions is the development of balanced temporal perspective that blends past, present, and future. The human mind is designed to partition the flow of experience into these temporal categories and thereby to enrich our experience by becoming totally enmeshed in what was, is, will be at any given moment. A focus of the path connects us to our roots, to our sense of self over time, and is critical of the development of a sense of personality, a focus on the hedonistic, present, nourishes daily existence with the joy of playfulness and sensuality, a focus on the future gives people wings of soul to new heights of achievement. People need this temporal trilogy harmoniously operating in a balanced perspective to realize fully the human potential. This uniquely human temporal perspective in recognizing its own frailty and moral limits serves to establish principles of justice and a transcendent vision of spiritual life. Social support. But the social psychologist in me asserts that over and and above all these human attributes to, to thrive, people need to be part of a society that's reasonably and ethically trade of self-interest, rights, and privilege with social obligations that foster the common good. People need other people to create a system of supportive interdependence, a bond unit that helps each to resist assault from destructive influence in the physical, social, and political environment. One of the most important lessons from modern social science, psychiatry, and epigenetics epidemiology is the social isolation is the cause and consequences of a host of pathology of both body and mind. In its corollary, it is in its corollary is that being part of a social support network is the most effective uh, prophylactics against mental and physical illness. Anything that isolates us from our kin kills the human spirit. Anything that makes us feel anonymous perverts the human spirit into not caring for others. Orwell recognizes this essence of human nature and encourages us to reflect on its vitality and tenaciousness by acknowledging how easy it is, how easy it can be corrupted, transformed, destroyed, as much by a totalitarian enemy forces as by a disease of the brain or paralyzing stroke. A 1984 mind control, control of catalog. Let's briefly review some of the main strategies of transferring self-control to party control. Obedience training. Obedience training enforces 
unquestioned submission of the will of authority. The individual develops a behavioral intention to act on command by repeatedly agreeing to cheat, to forge, to blackmail, to corrupt the minds of children, to distribute habit-forming drugs. Author C.P. Snow reminds us that more crimes against human nature have been committed in the name of obedience than in the name of rebellion. The blind obedience to authority that criticizes, that, that I'm sorry, that characterizes Richmond uh, Nuremberg defense and other Nazi criminals was not fashioned by Hitler or uh, Himmler, but natured originally by elementary school teachers issuing coercive rules to stay in your seat until given permission by the authoritative figure to move, and a host of other forms of discipline. The problem is that they never taught us, <coughs> excuse me, the problem is that they never taught us how to discriminate between just and unjust authority when they both demand our obedience and the latter must be resist, resisted and opposed. Newspeak. Newspeak diminishes the range of thought by cutting the choice of words to a minimum. Every year, fewer and fewer words, and the range of consciousness always a little smaller. By canceling the lexicon of courage words such as honor, justice, morality, and democracy, Newspeak new, new ab abolishes the concept which they express. Then by submitting a new word for all concepts, all conceptual analysis was meaningless and therefore stopped. So that liberty and justice became crime think, objectivity, and rationalism became old think, and sexual relations, not state, described became sex crime. Crime stop goes beyond destroying the and simplifying language to distort basic cognitive function. It includes the power of not grasping analogies or failing to perceive logical errors of misunderstanding the simplest argument if they are inimical or insult. Crime stop, in short, means protective stupidity, a control over one's mental process as complete as that of a contortionist over his body. Double think. Double think is a vast system of mental cleaning in which doubt and certainty coexist about the same event that one can honestly say never happened, knowing that it is deceptive to so state by involving the person as his own agent of conscious self-deception, double-think frees party members to engage in more strenuous forms of interrogation and torture. Double-think is similar to translogic. Among hypnotized subjects, when they try to give a rational explanation for an irrational perception of a suggested hallucinatory experience, at one level of consciousness, they know the, 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 they know the hallucination they are experiencing is not an empirical valid perception, 
while at the same time, at another level of consciousness, they do not know the, that fact and believe the suggestive hallucination is real. Thus, vigorously trying to rationalize this abnormality, abnormality to themselves and to others. Reality control. Reality control is all speech for what in new speak would be a primary function of double think to reject the evidence with your own or with your eyes and ears. The process of abolishing relies on external reality as a validation check for an internal perception, belief, and desire wipes away the fundamental dualism of internal, external, subjective, objective, and covert private mental activity as separate entity from their overt public expression. Without these dualities, can there by any absolute in truth and reality of freedom of choice? Schizophrenic patients reverse the ordinary validity validity, uh, checks of internal belief assert against criteria anchored in external reality. Instead, they validate external reality by its fit with their subjective idiosyncratic reality. In 1984, reality control forces individual subjective reality to be determined by party consensus. Reality is the collective subjective. Big Brothers watch you. Telescreen surveillance permanently intrudes an external presence into the once private lives of every individual, thereby making privacy a criminal luxury. Always the eyes watching you. Working or eating, indoor or out of door, in the bed or in bed, in the bath or in bed, no escape. <coughs> Nothing was your own except the few cubic centimeters inside your head. And each day, that private vault was being robbed of its personal content. Surveillance has a psychological, psychologically chilling effect in suppressing individual actions through intimidation and feeling of powerlessness over and beyond the objective facts of the surveillance itself. Beyond this omnipresent telescreen intrusion of Big Brother is an even more sinister mind control tactics used in 1984 at a party. Institutionalized spying by friends, family, and neighbors eliminates interpersonal trust, the basic of a social support network, and in its place, distrust, suspicion, and conspiracy theories abound. When social bonds are broken, social isolation becomes common. An individual exists in locked loneliness that diminishes the human spirit. Emotional control. Emotional control in 1984 meant there will be no emotion except fear, rage, triumph, and self-abasement. Everything else will be destroyed. Everything. Orwell utilized a variant of what was in his time a new condition and paradigm in clinical psychology. Aversive emotional conditioning through fading out strong hate stimuli 
and shading in a new stimulus to be hated by means of generalizing the negative emotion elicited by the first stimuli of any person, object, or symbolic concept. As an aside, some therapists in the 1950s and 60s used such evasive conditioning to induce homosexual to loathe the side of naked men and be aroused by female bodies. But oh well, added nice mechanism twist to his emotional condition by showing us how the diocesan side of human nature reveals in destruction and is intoxicated with the unlimited, mindless passion of power. It is that the individual individuated aspect of every human being that gets liberated from the rational Apollonian vision by joining in the reverb of the mob mentality. The two-minute hate excuse lured even the reluctant into its heinous ecstasy of fear and vindictiveness, the desire to kill, to torture, to smash face in with the sledgehammer. When loyalty to any but the party was threatened by passion and spontaneous seeking of intimate pleasure, the party punished such sex crimes. It is more difficult to dehumanize those who are in touch with primitive instincts, who are intimately connected as a unit that might resist more vigorously than either partner in an isolated test tube existence. The sex impulse was diagnosed. Was, I'm sorry. The sex impulse was dangerous to the party, and the party had turned it to its account. Emotions are what separate men and robots. Given us, us both are animal and human nature, and when it is robots that the state wants, then emotions must go. Time manipulation. Perhaps the most important technology of mind control was its insidious manipulation of time. The Ministry of Truth fabricated the past by deleting all records that were not acceptable and rewriting others to fit current ideology. Day by day and almost minute by minute, the past was brought up to date. The party could thrust its hand into the past and say of this or that event. It never happened. Who controls the past, run the party slowly. Controls the future, controls the present. Who controls the present, controls the past. And yet the past, though of its nature alterable, never had been altered. All that was needed was an unending series of victories over your own memory. What follows, then, is the bleakest question of the successful mind controller and his or her horrified subject. If both the past and the external world exist only in your mind, then the mind itself is controllable. By the confluence of these mind control technologies, then what? Curiously, and foreshadowing my concluding remarks, Jim Jones had Erected above his throne in the jungles of Vienna, a simple painted sign with a with the powerful message. 
Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Those foreboding words of American philosopher, philosopher George Santayana also, in, also are inscribed on the Holocaust Memorial outside Munich near the Dekal concentration camp is reliving instead of Jones repeated. The malleability of human nature. Thus we see that the party ambitious experimental objective was destroying every independent mind in all human creatures. Dr. Frankenstein's fictional achievement in discovering the secret for the spark of life pales in comparison to the party fictional achievement. We make the laws of nature, and we can unmake the laws of nature. The party represents a master analytical intelligence striving towards an idea of omniscience and omnipotence, but unconstrained by morals, values, ethical principles, and love. It becomes a monster run amok, worse than the fear, feared Frankenstein monster. O'Brien, the party spokesman, said, you are imagining that there is something called human nature which will be outraged by what we do and will turn against us. But we create human nature. Men are infinitely malleable. Is that doctrine of the total malleability of man and woman another Orwellian fiction? Listen to the rhetoric of some of the most influential realists from our world, a fact. Give us the child for eight years, and it will be bulk of this forever, wrote Lennon in 1923. Give me a dozen healthy infants, wrote J.B. Watson, the pioneer of the American behavioralism in 1926, well-formed, and my own specific world will bring them up in and are guaranteed to take anyone at random and train him to become the type of specialist I might select, doctor, lawyer, artist, merchant, chief, and yes, even a beggar man and thief, regardless of his talent, pension, uh, tendencies, ability, vacation, and race of his ancestors. The individual should accept his personal insignificance, dissolve himself in a high power, and then feel proud of participating in the strength of glory of this higher power. Hitler told the world in Mein Kampf in 1933 and went on to demonstrate that reality for the next decade. These master mind control was all work on the Orwellian principle that situational forces can be overwhelmed can overwhelm the defense of the individual. We would all prefer to think it was otherwise. Indeed, coming from a society whose dominant values are individualistic, where people get the credit for for their success and the blame for failure. They are led down a narrow cognitive pathway to accepting the pair of false assumptions about the case of human action. Doing so increase their vulnerability to mind control attempts and their malleability to influence professionals. We commonly believe that we have more strength to resist behavior modification attempts than we really have. We rely on the abstraction of force of character, 
spirit of self-determination, ego strength, to steal us against assault on our personal value and belief. This is the belief in the power of disproportional determinants of behavior, good and evil residing within individual psyche. But at the same time, we entertain a second misconception of underestimating the true power of social pressure to make people conform, comply, and obey. This dual tendency is called the fundamental attribution error, overestimating personal power and underestimating situational power. When we try to understand the reason for our behavior or try to protect, predict behavioral outcomes, paradoxically, we, like Winston Smith, become more valuable, become more vulnerable to mind control attempts to the extent we deceive ourselves into believing we are personally invulnerable and can will or ourselves to resist. So we do not realistically appraise the ambiguous influence that operates in social norms, rules, rules, uniform, contract, peer pressure, authority, models, authoritative signs, and so forth. The lesson in contemporary social psychology. All well fictional depiction of the concept of power of the situation has had many counterparts in our national social psychology laboratory. The first lesson of social psychology is that social social situation can exert powerful influence over human behavior. The situation matters more in controlling behavior of individuals and groups than we suspect or possibly believe it could. Behavior always takes place in a context, and that context shapes and defines what behavior is appropriate, gets rewarded or punished, gets modeled by others or ignored. The second lesson underscores the importance of the personal meaning of the situation of the act. Uh, functional reality is created in the minds of a person in the behavioral setting by the active cognitive construction and personal value and bias, as well as the potential validation of group members. The mind matters. The third lesson is that individuals behave differently when placed with group pressure and have a group identity than when alone, group matter. The most notable demonstration of situational power, my colleague Stanley Milgram. Now you heard of Stanley Milgram. He did the experiment in the prison. Demonstrate how easy it is to get the the majority of research participants, a thousand people from all backgrounds, to believe they were electrocuted, a stranger on the orders of the authoritative figure and to carry out his command to deliver a maximum of 450 volts of shock to the mild-mannered present man, the victim. They did, not, they, they did so not for malice or evil motive. Rather, they did so from distorted pro-social motive, wanting to help science, to help educate, to help this researcher. Their blind obedience to authority came not from charismatic appeal of the Hitler of Saddam Hussein, but from accepting a role as a teacher, agreeing to a behavioral contract, and following the white-coated experimenter's injunction. Teacher, you must continue to shock. The rules state that. Curiously, while 65% of the subjects poorly obey to this paradigm, 
The number for the protocol was described in detail to 40 psychiatrists. They underestimated the extent of compliance, concluding that fewer than 1% will go all the way to deliver the ultimate shock level. Only the sadists, they said. How could these expert judges of human behavior have been so wrong? The answer, the fundamental attribution era of work. Since these professionals are trained to see pathology in the mind of individuals and not the situation uh, forced across a series of 19 separate experiments, Milgram was able to reduce his disobedience to 10% or escalated up to 90% by varying one variable in the situation to each other, to each study. The effect vanishes from the victim's demand to be shocked and the highest when the victim first witnessed a peer modeling the blind obedience to authority. My own research on the psychology of de-individualization supports the treat in some of Orwell analysis. College students made to feel they're part of an anonymous group, much, like, much more likely to hurt innocent victims than did uh, compassionate research subjects who felt individual, individuated in that setting. Women participants administered twice as much shock to other women than they felt not when they felt anonymously. Wearing hoods in the dark in a group than did those who were in the same situation but not anonymous. Anthropological research revealed that the majority of societies that prepare young men for war by first changing their appearance through painted face or mask tend to kill and mutilate and torture their captives more so than other comparable cultures that do not that do not undergo this anonymity-inducing ritual. Similarly, anonymity confers not by mask or costume, but by living in an anonymity-conferring setting, increases the probability of destructive vandalism as it showed in the field of study in which cars were abandoned in the Bronx, New York, and Palo Alto, California, near a local college. Only the anonymity of life in the urban setting of the Bronx was vandalism unleashed immediately and furiously. Within minutes of leaving the car on the street with a hood lifted and license plate removed, and in the course of two days, there were 23 separate destructive contacts with that car, all but one by adults in the daytime. Many were dressed and driving their own cars, and in Palo Alto community, no one touched the similarly abandoned cars left on the street for a full week. And then I removed the car. Three neighbors alerted the police that an abandoned car was being stolen. This is one definition of a social community where neighbors shared about the person and property of others within the realm of their territory with the assumption of reciprocal caring. Another demonstration of the power of situations to induce pathological behavior in normal individuals, even without the intense pressure of an online authoritative figure commanding them, is the Stanford Prison uh, Experiment. This is what I was talking about, not the Melbourne Experiment. College students enact randomly assigned roles of prisoners and guards within the setting of a simulated prison, fancy run for two weeks. But I had to terminate 
the study prematurely after only six days because it was out of control. Boy, we had pre-measured and selected because of their normality across many dimensions, were suffering emotional breakdown, irrational thinking, and more if they were the powerless mock prisoners. Those inactive in the mock guards became abusive, hostile, and some even qualified as sadistic torturers, despite being avowed pacifists and average at all prior personality measures. The inhumanity of the evil prison situation had come to total dominate the humanity of most of the good people who were trapped in the total situation. I had to end this experiment because the sight of malleability of human characters was too much for me to witness among some of the best and brightest of our nation. So what what is telling you here is that you know it's human nature that you can see that a person can be good and caring and kind, okay, can turn into a monster if given the authoritative position and ability to do that. They will do that, okay? They throw the, their, their, um, their morals out the window, okay, and they will commit some of the most outrageous acts against other fellow human beings, okay? And, you know, when you listen to this and you read this stuff, you begin to understand the mentality of the people who participate in your targeting, whether it be family members, friends, strangers, it does not matter. They are all susceptible to these type of behavior situation because, again, when, it's, when they're given, being given permission by an authoritative figure, this is what they do, okay? So can we demonstrate that our mental construction of social situations influence significant behavioral outcomes? Yes, indeed. It seems in research that modified health and morality outcomes with elderly patients living in the home for the age. Some patients were asked to make active choice about minor aspects of their dinner menu or movie schedule and given the responsibility of caring for a gift plan, while the travel others were randomly assigned to a no-choice, no-responsibility condition. These control function on the standard care procedure of the institution to remain passively careful. Three weeks later, these two groups diverge with the choice responsibility patients reporting feeling happier, more alert, and more active than the control. A year and a half later, this seemingly minor variation in the sense of personal choice and personal responsibility, translate into nurses' rating of greater vigor and sociability and doctors' ratings from being generally better health. Finally, the researchers discovered that those with this rather minimal new meaning in their general bleak existence live significantly longer than their peers without such a sense of choice and responsibility. The mind matters, even an issue of life and death. Okay, so I'm going to end this right here because this is this is pretty long, and I'll continue next Tuesday if they have actually you know it's almost done, but I'm, I'm not going to get to the rest of it because it is getting pretty late. And like I said, um, you know I spent two hours trying to um, record this show, was not able to. Finally, I had to um, 
go into the talk show menu, and I remember that they had a feature that will let you automatically record your show as soon as you start it. So that's what I had to do in order for me to uh, have this recording going. Now, I can't end the recording, uh, and I definitely cannot end the call, but hopefully when I hang up, it will end on its own, and the recording uh, will, and the show will be recorded, hopefully. Okay, so if you're able to download this and hear the recording, then, okay, it worked. And I'll, I'll double-check um, in the morning to make sure that it is recorded. So this is what we're trying to This is what we have to, I have to go through, okay? But at least it worked out in my favor because I was able to record, and um, I'm sure they will uh, try again to present me from the recording. So let's see what they come up with next. All right. Uh, so New York, how are you? New yeah, York, that's me. Oh, that's me, Mitch. Okay, man, because I, I tried calling in the beginning of the show to let you know that I was able to, um, to, record, to do a recording, okay? Because um, what I had to do, I had to go into, go into the talk show menu and um, click on my call. Not click on my call, but I had to um, go into the My Talk Show and then, what, what did I do, Since if I remember? So I, I went into My Talk Show, okay? I clicked on my call before I did the recording. And then where it, where it, it, it there's like a certain type of, um, there's like a, a some type of menu, right? And what it tells you that it says, um, do you want to if you want to start if you want to automatically record the call or not? So it was it was I was checked off the note. So I checked that to on so that I automatically record the call as soon as I start the show. And so then I started the show and then it recorded. It came over. It says um, the recorder has started, right? And sure. so that's what I had called you because you know even if you listen to the beginning of the show, you'll see that your your voice your voice message is on the recorder. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then at that point I have to hang up and then I have to call back into the show again. And um, but you know I mean look I figured I you know there's a workaround, right? I'm just so you know I, I wasted two hours that I didn't think about it at first, you know, right. But um, I am able to record. Only thing is that I can't, I can't I can't end the show. I I have to like I guess when I hang up, it'll probably end on its own after a certain amount of time when there's no activity or end. And I think I have I think I have and did this before when and it did retain the um the recording. So hopefully um, that work. If it does work, I guarantee you that. If I do a show tomorrow, I'll be able to report because then it's like they're like, well, you know what? It doesn't make any sense for us to do that now because he knows how to do the automatic reporter, right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. So I guess I'll be able to, to record again, you know? Yeah, and, you just uh, find a way to circumvent it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. You ended up uh, coming up with a good idea as a plan B with the video, in case the mm-hmm. recording on talk shoot didn't jump off, you know, I mean, like you said, hopefully it does record, 
and uh, gets archived up in there like all the other ones, man. But if not, you know, got to go to yeah. the next point. You know, make the videos. You you know what you do, man. I know you Yeah, got yeah, and I know. And I made a video for you on YouTube, too, to let you know exactly what's happening so that you can see. I mean, even, like, even now, you know, there is no option for me to do any recording, but like I said, I have to just go go into the menu and talk to you and just have it do through automatic recording. So the minute I call into the show and I start the show, it's gonna record automatically. You know what I'm saying? So they can't they can't do this little foolishness that they're doing right now, you know, in terms of taking away the menus on the in the, in the chat window so that I so that I can't do uh, recording. Right? So now my show is going to record automatically. You know? Hello, Nigel. Hi. How are you? Uh, um, hanging in there. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, same here. You know, I'm going a little bit late tonight because, uh, you know, I started my show at 11 o'clock and I tried to record and I couldn't record. Um, apparently now they are trying to censor me and talk to you because now I have no uh, way of record. Well, I had no way of recording the call. At least that's what I thought. And because um, you know when you do a show and talk to you, you have a show and talk to you. You open the chat window. It gives you options, right? You have options at the top that says uh, record the call, um, end the end the call, mute and unmute, right? And there's a few other. Um, that I can't think of right now. And those menus are not there. They're not there. Mm. So I, I, I send emails to talk to you to let them know what's happening with my show, and they did nothing. You know, they did nothing. Before, whenever I had an issue with talk to you, I would send them an email and they would fix it. This time, they just totally ignored it. Totally ignored it. Okay, mm. and I'm figuring, you know, maybe because they don't want me to talk about what they were doing to me, and you know, and the information that I was that, that I was reading, they didn't want that, you know, to be read. And so again, they try to prevent me from doing. It. But two hours later, I uh, went to talk to you, and I said, you know, let me let let me look at the option. Of when I start the show, of what the show, you know, what kind of options they have, and sure enough, there was an option there to record the show automatically. So I clicked on that, updated my show, and then I started the show, and then it recorded it, right? And so again, you know, they they've done this from time to time. You know, I mean, you know, they were they always try to prevent you from doing something. Or from exposing something because they don't want it to be exposed, and they all try to prevent you from doing it. So one of the ways in which they they do it tonight was to, you know, not allow me to um, operate my show within the chat window, which I all, which I do all the time. Every host and talk show, uh, you know, uh, uh, is able to start and end their call in the chat window. So you know it, it's 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 something that you know, like I said, they haven't done this for a while, but you know they're always trying to find avenues in which to try to um, to target you. You know, if they if they don't succeed in one way, you know, 
then if I had nothing else. And it didn't matter whether if if I didn't figure that out, I was gonna do my show anyway. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on YouTube. You know? So there's always an always there's always an avenue in which you can expose them, you know? And it's a lot harder for them to do it on YouTube to do what they what what they what they did on TalkShoot. The TalkShoot is a small uh, web-based company. It is a small company. And so the infiltration there, it's, you know, they can get away with stuff like that, you know. Um, and their attitude in TalkShoot is like, hey, your show is free, why you complain? And that's not the point. If you're, offering, if you're offering a free service, okay, you can't do stuff like that. You know? You, TalkShoot is a show where people can create you know, web shows or podcasts, and, you know, their decision to make talk show free and accessible to anyone, just as, you know, YouTube and Facebook, you know, that sort of thing, you know, they're not going to just try to censor you for no reason. And and if they do censor you, you know, they have to give you a valid reason. They didn't give me any reason. They just they just manipulated my show to where when I start the show in the chat window, I cannot operate the call, so I can't do any recording. I can't mute anybody or unmute them. And so you know, like I said, you know, but I'm not a person that I never I don't I don't give them that easily. And so I was like, you know what? They got let me let me try something else. Let me see what kind of options they have. And, you know, and um, the thing they have the, uh, I'm sure they're kicking themselves in the foot right now. You know, <laughs> so we, should, we should we should get rid of that option on there. We shouldn't have that on there. You know, right. And so, but uh, you know, I was able to um, select that, and uh, you know, I was able to record my show. Which is, uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. Yo, Max, I was going to ask you, man, uh, do you think that it's possible? Because I've seen them around in my neighborhood, you know, from time mm-hmm. to time. They try to play it off and blend in with the crowd, like especially in, like, little coffee shops, shit mm-hmm. like that with their laptops and whatnot. Uh, you know, the hack is, man, that they specifically put out there to fuck with our devices, you know, to jam, like, little jammers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me let me just, let me say this. You know, some, and, and something that should have that should that should have uh, drew a, a flag in my head, right? So when I when I, you know I had I had I had um you know I had set my show up earlier during the day, and you know tonight around like last night or last night because today's Wednesday, but Tuesday night uh, before eleven. You know, I tried to call into the show with my phone, and all of a sudden I couldn't get through. It could say no network, no network. Now, now all, all, also all day today, all day the people have been calling me, and my phone has not been ringing. Right? So, mm-hmm. like the kid's mom called me. She's like, I called you like six times, and I said to her, I said, I never heard the phone. My phone only ring once. So she called me five times after before that, and my phone would not ring. My phone is right next to me. Okay. But on but on her sixth try, it rang. Okay. So then, when I tried to call into Foxy tonight to 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 call into my show, I couldn't get on. Uh, it kept saying no network, no network, no network. And I, you know, and I had signal strength. So it's not like I didn't have any signal strength. 
you know. But again, I, I didn't realize that, and um, you know, so when, when I when I opened up the 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 the, the room, I didn't I wasn't paying attention to the the, the recording menu or something like that because you know I was just like, well, there was nobody on the call yet, so I kind of like there was things like one person on there, and I didn't pay attention to that. And then when you came on. Then I was like, okay, let me do the record. And that's when I was like, oh, shoot, I can't record. The thing won't let me record. You know? Right. And so, you know, but, um, you know, they are, that's, that's, that's what they do. You know, inter, they'll cause interference. Uh, they'll, you know, they, they, have to, they have to do something to try to silence you and try to shut you up in, in, yeah. in, in a way. And so tonight it was them, you know, uh, Basically affecting my my show to where I can I have no control over my show in terms of moderating my show and stuff like that. I, I, there was no control because the the menus wasn't there and the menu should be, you know the options should be there. It should be there. So why wasn't it there? So hold on, what, nice. No, it's part of it, brother. I, mm. I just want to know, like, what did it look like? What did the screen look like? Was it blank or well, did it have, like... No, well, look, so in a, when you open up, like, if you have a show and, and talk to you, you go into the room and you open up, the chat window comes up, the chat window, right? Yeah. And in the way you see all the chat. Then on top of that, you have options, right, to start the call. Not start, I'm sorry, not start the call. To start the recording, right? End the recording, end the show, mute the call, and mute the chat, and unmute the call and unmute the chat. Okay? Those are the options that you have there. There was none of that. So basically, it was blank. It was blank, exactly. It was blank. Wow. Okay. How do you think they went about that one? I'm saying, like, as far as what you know about, you know, computers and, and whatnot. Well, is this is is done with instruction? It's done with instruction. It's done by by going into by going into my show, okay, and modifying my show and my account so that I wouldn't have those options there. Okay, so it was an inside okay. job via yeah, yeah. within within talkshoot, yes, within talkshoot. Because I was, like, trying to figure out if it could have been uh, someone outside, you know, with the laptop. It's, it's talk to you. It's the infiltration within talk to you. Okay. That's what, that's what's happening. Just as how, just like, you know, uh, if, you, if, you, if you go on talk to you, right, you just go on the main page and talk to you, it's what you call the Live Now page, right? So the Live Now page gives you a list of all the shows that are happening now and uh, all the shows that are coming up, right, within a couple of hours or so, Okay. You know, when I first started my show and talk show, every time I do my call, my call will always be listed on the the live now page. So let's say I said I said, you know, hey, go on to talk show at eleven o'clock in the main in the main area, you'll see my show, just click on it and you know, you can participate on my show. Right? That's what mm-hmm. some people used to do. That's how people used to find my show, you know? So I used to give them the time. I didn't have to give them the, the, the show idea. I give them the time of, of the show, the name, and they'll go on the Live Now page and they'll see it, okay? So what they did at TalkShoe 
And they did this for every T.I. call. Every T.I. call they did this thing. Is that now when we have our show, it no longer shows up on the Live Now page. Well, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. So, even, so even though my show is going on right now, if I'm going on the Live Now page, I wouldn't see it. So it's like sabotage from the inside. Sabotage, of, yes, from the inside uh, talk shit. Yeah, okay. Right, so, so you think that from what Aldo broke down, remember the whole chart she broke down from the social, I mean, the angel networks that's connected to the president of the talk show and yeah, all that? Yeah, 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 they're a part of it. They're all, they're all a part of it. They have their hand in everything. Ah, okay. They have, okay. they have their hand in everything just as how they have their people in everywhere. You know, yeah. so whether when you go to the bank, they're targeting you. You go to the school or whatever, you know, they're targeting you. You go to work, they're targeting you at work. You know, you go into a restaurant, they come in, either the, the, they, they know, they get the people that work there who are involved to target you or they get the patients to target you. Yeah, absolutely. It happens to me all the time. So I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. I know you go through it too, man. We all do, for the most part. Yes, yeah, so right. you know, I mean, they're, they're, you're talking about a, you know, an infiltration within society that's um, unlike anything, okay? And um, and it kind of reminds me of that the Captain America movie. I think it was the second one, The Winter Soldier. Oh, and, I saw it. I remember. And, that. and right, so do you remember when? You know, Captain America was talking to the Shield agent over the intercom when they were yep. on the um the, the helicarrier, and yep. he was like, and he and he was like, you know, Shield has infiltrated, uh, not if, I mean Hydra has infiltrated Hydra. Shield, and the right. special said that next to you could be a member of Hydra. Yep. And what happened? What happened? The person sitting right next to some of them, they were members of Hydra. They were fighting yep. all of a sudden, you know, right? So we this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the infiltration within society. Okay, of these cult mentality people, people these cult mentalities, you know, who uh, and 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 what I as I just what I just read, right, in in, in terms of you know um, being able to 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 um, give people that uh, that that anonymity, right, and because a lot of our targeting is psychological, it gives them the anonymity. Right, it gives them the 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 way to hide their crimes and what they're doing. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So you know that's why they that's why some of them when they're targeting you, they have big smiles on their face because they're figuring, hey, you know, you're psychological. So what 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 can you do? What what are you going to do about it? Right. Right. The only way so, you do anything about it, for the most part, is how we do fight back psychologically and counter it that way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, but we have to get to that point as PI to know. True. You know. Yeah. We have to get. We have to get to that point to to, to know this and to know how to fight back in a manner. Oh yeah. They're, they're, oh yeah. You know, they're attacking us. Definitely. <clears throat> There's another movie, Nigel, that um pretty much depicts in a real in a real slick and and kind of like the way this is done with the organized stalking and how they break into your house and how they go into, uh, you know, society. And they're hidden within society, like the, the way these cults work and this network. 
the Shadow right. Network internationally right. Right. works. Well, that's, uh, but, but, uh, well, that's the, that's the, we see the thing is that um, there, there, is, there is a Shadow Network. We all know that. There's, there's a lot of yeah. Right. Those are, those are government officials who operate under the radar, who operate outside the law. Right. Who, exactly. You know, do the thing. So you tell them where the shadow government, the people who are in high positions within society, um, billionaires and millionaires who, uh, you know, are, are, who own certain industries, particularly the military industrial complex, people that made the weapons. Uh, and sell it to the military or stuff like that. You know, you talk about these are talking about shadow government. These are about the people who run it and they use money and influence for control. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, Snipes, going back to the movie because I want to make sure that that you check it out and whoever's listening, they get a chance to keep it and check it out because it's worth a, a watch, man. It, it, it relates mm-hmm. to all this stuff. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a movie with Nicolas Cage. The movie's called Seeking Justice. And basically, what it depicts is, I don't, I don't want to give away the movie. Nah, but, I, saw uh, I saw it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, so you know you know what I'm talking about. You know what it's yeah. about. Yeah, so what do you think about that as far as the premise of the movie, as far as this whole thing with us and the TI community and how they operate? Well, I, I mean, you know, sometimes Hollywood will give you the truth in a fictional sense, you know? But, Whereas, you know what I'm saying, it's like they're telling you what's going on, but because the movie is based on fiction, yeah. you, know, you literally don't take it seriously, right? No, no doubt. So, no but doubt. but that's exactly what's, what's happening. That's what I'm saying. Now, it's that, that the way they depict it in that movie is how they operate to yeah, their yeah, networks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah, what I mean, they, they, they're, they're telling you what they're doing in plain sight. But you know, be, but because it's based on a fictional movie, your conscious mind won't accept it as truth. Right. You know? I mean, he had a. There was a phrase that one cult member would know another, like to identify other. Like these cats, they do with the color codes, the pattern mm-hmm. codes, and stuff like that. There's yeah. a phrase that they said through the movie. I think it was the hungry rabbit, and then you're supposed to fill out the blank. Which is yeah. the hungry rabbit jumps, right? So mm-hmm. it's funny, man, because when I see these people operate, they 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 communicate. I mean, I know you know Nights. I know you know most TI members yeah. mm-hmm. too. They communicate on a whole different level with with their little sound language and their hidden signals, and their you know they're putting their hand over their head, over their hair like that. You know, right. like they walk by you and stuff like that. So they communicate on a hidden language level. Right. That if you don't know what's going on, they use everyday movements and gestures and shit like that. Exactly. That if, you, that, if you're not on point for that, you're going to think, what are you talking about? That person's just scratching right. their nose. But or that no, person is just coughing. That person's how, just, yo, what's wrong right. with you? Are you crazy? You right. know what I'm saying? That's one, of the, that's, one of, that's one of the ways in how they condition society also. Yeah. Okay? That's one of the ways in how they condition society is that they'll have people walking around who knows about the Olympic program, who knows about creating, creating triggers and anchors, who knows about emotional control, okay? 
and they will go out there. And this, this, this brother, uh, Cat Williams, right? Cat Williams, he's a, the, I don't know who he's a comedian. Of course I have. Of course I have. He's, he's a conscious brother. And, right. And you, you, like, recently he's always in the news, right? He's always in the news. Yeah. Because you know why? You know why? Because he's speaking so much truth. They're controlling, but they're controlling his emotions. So he's been getting, he's been getting a lot of altercations lately because they've been setting perks against him, and he does not. He does not know. He does not know. He does not have the knowledge and the understanding to know what's happening around him. And the and the people who are around him are part of it. Okay, the people who are around him are part of it, and they and they're basically letting this brother suffer. Suck. And they do nothing. And they do nothing. I, I had no idea that he was targeted, man. Yeah, but it but he, it makes sense. Targeted. It makes sense. He's targeted. Wow. Okay. No, because the thing too, man, is that I look at is the fact that that brother was exposing a lot. You know, in his comedy routines, man, he would expose a lot of exactly. stuff. Exactly. He would exactly. he would even talk about bro. He would even talk about the Illuminati himself. He, he wouldn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, because, yeah, when I, when I was hearing him talk about it, I said, yo, hmm, they're going to get to this brother, man, at some point. If he keeps yep. talking they like have, that, they, roughly. They got to shut him up. They got to shut him up. And that's, what, and what, that's exactly what they're doing. They've done what they, they've, ran, they've run a psychological campaign on him, and the people who are surrounding him are part of it. They, wow. they they are his handlers. They are his handlers. Okay, because you 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 cannot tell me that here this guy is, right? And he's always getting into trouble and he has people around him who should know better. True. Who should remove him out of those situations and she should be like, Listen, don't go into the situation, don't go. You know? Right. Educate him, talk to him about it, listen man. You know that you know they ask you, you, know, you gotta Change your mentality, change it. But you know, again, it's very difficult because when you're targeted by a particularly, particularly in a in a in a psychological way, way, it changes your system. It changes. Is that your phone? Hold up. Tell me, nice. Yeah. Are you What do you hear? What do you hear? What? What? I don't hear nothing. Man. I hear you. I don't hear nothing. Uh, I'm hearing like static and stuff like that. that comes up. Oh, oh, you know what it is? Because probably because I'm outside, I'm walking by a, a highway yeah, okay, yeah. in the park. Yeah, that's okay, yeah. Okay. Right, so, so anyway, so, so, you know, that's all right. So like, I, was, I was saying, right, so, you know, they, when they run a psychological camp, uh, program on, on, on your mind, on anyone's mind, it changes you, right? It changes you. Some people are going to become more combative. Some people are going to become paranoid, some people are going to become, you know, aggressive, overly aggressive, and some people can become overly paranoid, right? So it changes your personality. Now, and I say this all the time on my show, I said, you know, when you, when you, when you measure somebody's mind, you don't know the outcome of what you're doing. Specifically, you don't know the changes that, you know, will take, or you, they'll know the changes that will take place, but some people want to be very extreme in terms of their uh, willingness to fight back, okay? And some people are going to take things to the extreme, which has happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you already know me, man. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I could be. I could be teetering on, on either level, but I'm not definitely going to go on the level with uh, yeah, yeah, but the elections for Myron Mays. I'm not. I'm not on that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not even trying to go there. Right. But yeah, I'm quick to jump. You know what I'm saying? They, they fuck with me or they try to do some funny shit. I'm going to defend myself. But when it comes down to the way they like to do it, they seem to like to stay on, which is the psychological level. That's right. where I am with them, right. and I got most and of the, and, the way and, of dealing with it through your. You know, right. education. Right. And that and that's the key. And that's the key. The key is to understand what's being done to you. And to understand not also what's being done, but what what is the outcome of what it is that they're doing to you, right? Psychologically as well as uh, socially, economically and you know, 'cause you already know you we already know what it is. Right? We already know. So there's nothing that they can't come and say, Okay, well, let's try to do something new because, you know, you already know. The information is already out there. You know? Right. So, so we, you tend to, so now you tend to deal with it in a in a way in which you understand what's happening and what's being done. And, just, you know, if, and, if, you, and, if, and if, you have, if, you, if you can do something about it, good. If you can't, then you have to basically understand that there's something that's going to be happening to you, there's something that they're doing, Okay, this is not your mind that's telling you this. It's something that they're doing because you're perceiving your quality of life, your, you know, your, um, your, you know, from your interpersonal relationships, your interpersonal skills, you know, how it affects you, right? Yeah, cognitively as well. <laughs> right. So when they want to say, well, okay, you know, we ran the psychological program on these people, but it didn't cause them any harm, that's a lie. That's a lie. And you see the thing is that, you know, people, people, those in authority that do stuff like that, you know, they're, they're, they're always looking for ways to shift the blame away from them, right? To not, so that they, because they don't want to be held accountable. Okay. So they're always looking for ways. So whether what they're trying to do is that they're trying to reverse, uh, um, you know, like they're trying to deprogram you, okay, from from the programming, but it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And you know, like they're trying to send you some level of stress, uh, especially what you do to me, because you know, like I I I, you know, I do the hand signals back to them and stuff like that. And they don't want me. And they don't want me doing that. They don't want me doing that. So the minute I start, the minute I start doing that, then they're telling me negative subliminals, right? Negative subliminals on being harassed by the police and stuff like that. Right. They, they try to bring it up a notch by getting the police to mess with you. Right. Right. And so, and so, and so, because they have instill some kind of a level of fear within me, right? So every time I I target them back, you know, they're they're gonna go get the police to come and try to harass me, right? And so probably another scout would be like, well, you know, I'm not going to talk to them back. But me, I don't give a shit. I'm going to talk exactly. to them. Exactly. I don't care how many cops you want to sell. Me neither. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Got so, you. You got to get to a level like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not advocating right. and then a tactic. Right. That's the reason. Right. You know? right. But then, you know, you, you fight them back in that manner, too. You also, that's proof for you. That's uh, yep. what's going on. You know, that's confirmation, right? Hell yeah. So, you know, especially when you see how when you target them back, how they, you know, how they, how it affects them, right? Oh, yeah. I've noticed it very clearly. 
and they, and you know, brought me back to what you told me, how when you started doing your stuff to them, it affected them. And then you realize, uh-huh. and then you put it into perspective, and you started realizing what affects them and what does it the way they do, because they study us. So the same way they study us and what bothers us, what have you, you flip the right. tables around. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can study us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Study them. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I do. Yeah, I study them for a number of years. And that's what I do now. too, man. Now I see. Got to study your enemy, man. Yeah. You got to study your enemy. It's like a chess game. You know, like that whole thing I was doing at one point, I remember I told you guys in the summer of uh, last year, I, I just went out with a book bag with different colored shirts, <laughs> and yeah. I would purposely come out with one set of color codes, right? And then I mm-hmm. go in, and let's say i be in the park, go in the bathroom, take out the bag, put a different color code on, come back out with it, and you see these people, like, looking at me like, you know, I know it's a gang stalker, they're like, yo, what the? And I'm like, that's the whole point of fucking with their heads. The way yeah. they try to do all the time. So I switch mm-hmm. it on them. They don't like that. I can see it in them. They don't like that. They're confused. No, they don't. Of course. They don't like it. They, I mean, they, 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 they don't. And that's the whole thing with them because you know, they, they, want you to, they want you to believe that it's something that's happening in your head so that you won't retaliate, right? Right. But you know that. <laughs> so, that's you know, not going to happen right, with me, man. They got right, the wrong right now, lie. Right now, they're right now they're they're on that, uh, you know. Well, now, right now they're on that pissed off mode, right? Because you know, because you're not accepting the the what they're trying to think that what they're trying to instill in your mind, which is like you know, telling you everything's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I'm like, yeah, okay, really, seriously, we know what's happening, right? You know, know what I'm saying? It's not gonna happen for real. So you know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But that's the level that at some point certain TIs that can, you know, end up doing because it's like, yo, either you're going to sit down, take it, and become susceptible to all this and and let yourself get, you know, into a ball, wrap yourself in a ball where you won't go out nowhere and you'll be, like, stuck in a corner somewhere in your house for months at a time, not wanting to do nothing because you're scared and you're confused and you're like, everybody's watching you and all this other shit. Yeah. Or you end up getting to the level where we're at, fighting back. Yep. You know, or some people just totally ignore them. Which I think, at the end of the day, long picture, a big picture rather, is the best way to go about it. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I I do like this. You know, there are times I do ignore them, and there are times I engage them. And the fact is that if you you're a target, you know what's going on. You cannot completely ignore these people. Of course, not. you of course cannot, not. because the worst thing that you can do as a TI is to ignore them. That's I mean, you, you saw you us do. when we met up nights. When we met up at the McDonald's downtown, mm-hmm. you know, said you saw me. I, I mean, I gave you cues at first because I don't how we do and stuff, like, you, you put me up on that as far as the T.I., letting another T.I. know, no, listen, I'm not targeting you, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I kind of, like, gave you a quick, like, yo, and I, I tapped your, your hand. I was like, there's a couple of them right around the area where, where the bathroom was at. So you know that wasn't by chance that we ended up with a table right next to the bathroom where nobody right. was sitting at. Every other, every other seat was, you know, taken pretty much except that right. one. So it was obviously orchestrated for us to end up like that. Fuck, mm-hmm. no problem. We dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Cats kept going by, 
color codes, looking at me, looking at you. You know what I'm saying? You had the mirror, so you was, you was facing the mirror. So you saw shit from behind you. I was facing, you know, the yeah, bathroom yeah, yeah. corner. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they will come around, they'll stand there, and they'll be like looking at me, looking at you. And I just, at one point, I just tap your arm. No, like your hand, like I, I coughed, and then I sneezed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm fucking with dumb. And then they started doing it. You, you started noticing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I saw you, and I noticed that you just chilled. You was like, you, you, you kept it yourself. At that point, you go, like, ah, these niggas are doing this shit all the time. I don't want to, you know, do that right now, what have you. You know what I'm saying? But then you did it at, <laughs> at another level, you did it on your own. You know what I'm saying? You, you did right. your own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, you, I mean, like I said, I, like I said, I choose, I choose my choose when the time and space, you know. And the fact that I'm just meeting you, so I don't want to start targeting them, and then, you know, you think that right. I'm targeting you and stuff like that. So that's why I kind of like, I was like, let me just chill and, and not, you know. Because I'm not very aggressive with them as a target. Yo, Nige, you know, you know, they don't want cats like us together teaming up, man. Uh, they, I, know. They, I know. They were, I know. Yo, they, they were like, oh, you saw the stuff that they did when we went all the way downtown when I took them to that spot. And yeah. uh, we walked through the, you, you, you remember I tell you, yo, watch this. And then they tried yeah. to like, do that funny, slick move and said, be in front of the thing. And then they turned around, boom. And I started cracking up. I started yeah. laughing and shit. And I was like, we just fool, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it was brick that day. It was your brick. Yeah. Whoever's yeah. listening to me is mad cold. Very, very, very mm-hmm. cold. You mm-hmm. know, for people who may not know they're listening right now. Anyway, so Nigel and I were walking through, and, you know, we're talking and whatnot. So we got these fools in this cold weather targeting us, and then they had, like, these things that they try to anchor me with. And I had let Nigel know because I saw him from a distance already trying to set up the targeting. And I said, yo, yeah. Nigel, you see these two coming up here? You got this, blah, blah, blah. He was like, Nigel looked. He's like, uh-huh, I see it. So as soon as they get to a certain level, you see the person trying to set up. And I'm like, yeah. I started cracking up. And I was like, look at this fool. You know what I'm saying? It's cold-ass weather. Look at you. You know what I'm saying? You're a moron. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Nigel just mm-hmm. like, like going back and forth, shaking his head like, you see, boo. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. You know, but for the most part, Nigel and I, we didn't have any issue other than the targeting that they try to do that I counted in my own way, Nigel counted in his own way. Yeah. And we had a good time overall. We met up for like several hours and talked and shared information yeah, yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, you know, like some TIs, this is what we want you to hear. You know, Nigel's very correct when he says that the last thing they want is for TIs to meet up. So they'll do everything they can to try to screw it up, whether it's yep. trying to get connect communication with the other TI when you're going to meet up with them or what have you, you'll have something happen where you won't get their call or their text. Right, right. I was uh, suggesting... The, uh, the, if, if you're taking a train, they'll delay the train and shit like that. And, exactly. You know, they, 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 I'll tell you, they want... <laughs> uh, this is what they're trying to do, too. They're trying to... You know, more like I said, how they try to, they try to cause you to believe that the person you're trying to meet, meet, meet up with is a purpose, stuff like that. And, but you can tell because what they, what, this is what they're doing. This is, and then, and I, I told you about this. I was walking back and, you know, because <laughs> they look at me and then they look at you, right? And then they give me like this funny look on their face. Yep. Okay. And I'm like, I, I'm like I've seen it so many times. I've seen it with, with my brother. They try to do it with my brother. I've seen it try to do it with, with my kid's uh, mother. Try to do that too, you know. Yeah, this is this is what they do. That's, that's a tactic of what they what they do because they want you when you leave 
that TI, if you meet that TI, they want you to have that thinking in there, your mind that, okay, you know, that person could be, could be a perfect man. And, you know, as a, as a target, you're going to have that thought. You know, you're going to have that thought. That's all going to keep, 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 keep it in your mind because, you know, the way how you're conditioned. But you cannot let that stop you from reaching out to that person again because, you know, that person is a TI. And, you know, when you, if you go meet uh, someone who's a perp, they're going to show you a perp because they're going to target the crap out of you because, again, they want to cause mistrust so that you never go and meet another TI again. So when you do meet a, a, a TI, you know, they. Uh, if you go meet a, per, a TI and a TI is going to be a perp, you're going to, you're going to know because they're going to, that person is going to be targeting you relentlessly. Okay, and the reason why they do that is they, again, it's because they want to cause uh, um, that doubt in your mind so that when you, another TI say, okay, come on, let's go meet, you're not going to want to meet the other TI. So exactly. they, that's, why they try to, that's why they try to keep legitimate TIs from coming together. Yep. And, you know, you have to understand that. Like for me, like for me you know what I'm saying, I'm going to meet somebody and they're, they're a perp, they're a perp. That's all. They, they're not going to stop me from going to meet another person, another TI. They're, they're right. not going to stop, you know what I'm saying? It's something that you, something that you that you got to do. You got to you got to be able to to get your mind to a, to a point where you know you can be like, okay, you know what? Um, I'm gonna go meet this person. You know, see how they are, and you know, you meet the person, and and you know, you you go from there. You you go back home whenever you sleep. You relax. You chill. You know. At least you know that, look, I went out and I need somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to meet them again or not, that's dependent on your level of comfortability or dependent on how your mind state is at that time. You know, that, then, you know, you deal with it at that time. But you cannot allow them to keep you isolated to where you don't want to go meet anyone or you don't want to go, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the goal. The goal is to keep you isolated and keep you entrapped within your own environment. Yep. Uh, your own home or whatever you have to, you know, this is, this, is, this is what they do. So basically this is a testimony from Nigel and myself about that when you can meet a TI, there's not issues that, you know, a lot of TIs are worried and scared, say, oh, this might happen or this might, you know, be a mm-hmm. contradiction, you know, getting there. I understand that. And I'm, and I, 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 I do, I do too. I but you know what, but you know what, nice? You know what, nice? The way we did I'm not saying everybody's going to be like us, but I'm saying people need to get rid of that fear. People need yeah, to try yeah, to... And I, I agree. And, I, and I agree. I agree. But not every, every TI is, is at that point. You know what I'm saying? No, no. True that. True that. But what I'm and, saying is... I remember too. So they, remember hear us, too. they hear us with our testimony to know from one TI to another, whoever's listening, to not allow them to do that to them. To yeah. not allow them... When they're ready, when they're ready. I'm not saying they need to yeah. go and... No, no, no. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I do. You're very wrong when you're still a car. You know what I'm saying? That TI has to get to that point of comfortability. I agree. That, that point of knowledge. True that. Right? Because True. that's the key. That point of knowledge where yeah. their mind is a lot stronger, you know, so that right. they, when they go to interact with another person, that they, they're not you know, paranoid or they're not turned off from yeah. the individual or to meet the individual or have you for this because right. this is what will happen. They, you know, we know that. This is when you go to meet, if you go to, anyway, if you go to meet somebody, whether 
Yeah, another target. Whether it's whether it be somebody or one of your friends that you may go hang out with once in a while. Right. They, they, always, they will do that. They always do that. So you have to mm-hmm. look at it, understand it, and realize that. Yep. You know, and and not allow them to um to succeed in 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 making you so uh, paranoid that you don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to. Not only you know, that, keep you, keep you isolated, keep you you know outside. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know that's still you, know, you yeah. can't give them. Well, I have allow them to get what they want. <laughs> right. Place. Well, yeah. and and that you see that that's how they tend to break your spirit, right? Because you know when you're isolated, you're you're away from anybody. No, we all need that human connection. Yep, we're human beings. We all need human connection. We all you need connection. Why do you think when you know, like for example, when they put people in solitary confinement, right? Why do you think it takes such a, a psychological toll on their mind? Yeah, man. Because they're away from the, they're away from other human beings. Yeah, man. So that loneliness and that confinement affects your mind. Like people yeah. have lost it. Uh, yeah. When I was locked up, there was people that was put into that hole for a minute, man. They didn't come back correct, man. You know what I'm saying? They, mm-hmm. they were a little bit, you know, I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about a little black letty, you know? Yeah. But it's only that's natural, true, man. That, Some people can't handle it. Exactly. And that's, the, that's, and that's the thing. So, you know, it's no different uh, than what they do to us as TIs, except that, you know, they we're out in society, right? But they want to keep make us prisoners within our own home, okay? And so, right. uh, again, you know, that's what happened. You cannot allow them to 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 do that. I know it's, it's easier said than done. It is, but it becomes it becomes a lot easier in terms of um, you know not paying attention to what it is that they're trying to do yeah. trying to isolate you once you understand and once you have the knowledge uh, base to um, to fight them back on the on the level, the psychological level in which they're for you. I feel personally, man, that once the TI gets educated on this, that'll be the beginning of the empowerment. You know, it is, it is, it is, it is. Because once you know, it is an empowering, it is an empowering moment when you realize and you can also attribute right the things that have been done to you to what you're reading about what's happening, what you're understanding, and knowledge that you're now absorbing and what's understanding. You can, you can attribute things that happen to you to exact what you're reading. And when that happens, you're like, it's like a, an awakening. You're like, oh, snap, yeah, this is what they were doing to me. Pardon this me, is, Nigel. And this is what it's called. This is, Nigel, you know, pardon me, pardon me. You still mm-hmm. recording? Yeah, yeah. Recording yeah, no, because, hold on, hold on, because there's cops, like, patrolling where I am right now, so they may or may not yeah. stop me, so I want to make sure you... You get it on film in case of anything. I'll let you oh, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pardon me. Pardon me for that. Yeah. Yeah, not a, not a biggie. You know, but, you know, like I said, so when you when you have that knowledge, you have the understanding, you can, you can like, connect in the dots, the, the, the dots. You know, connect the dots. You know, you can put two and two together. You know, you get to understand, you know, what has been done to you, what what continues to be done to you, you know. But at least you know, with with the knowledge, you're not you're no longer blinded by the fact, blinded to the fact, not by the fact, but blinded to the fact of what happened to you. Okay, and no one can try to pull the wool over your eyes. 
You know, they, you all, you're going to all have that moment of doubt because that's just the way you're conditioned now, okay? So you yep. don't have that moment of doubt. And you just have to accept that. You have to show up, you know, you got to work past it. You got to work past the doubt, and, uh, you know, and then you got to get past that, you know? You may never get past it, but at least, if, you know, you're trying, right? So, I mean, you're trying is better than you not trying. Word. It's better to have tried to that not tried at all. Not tried at all, exactly. Yeah. Not to get off the subject, nice man, but uh, Alga had mentioned something about I don't know if you, you know, were up on that, but she came up and she put up on a on the notice call something about the FBI uh, coming down on the perps and people like a neighborhood watch that now they're going to be looked at as ra- being radicalized. Well, they, so they, yeah, but that, but I, 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 I know. I was, uh, I think I spoke about that uh, about a week ago. Okay. So, yeah. 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 No, it's more or less a week ago because she was on uh, for not a school. That was Sunday. Okay. Last Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I spoke about that about a week ago, I think. And um, yeah, you know, she was talking about that to me. She was like, and I thought, I said, listen, you know, yeah, the 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 FBI lost control. Okay. The FBI lost control. So the FBI radicalized these people. And now these people are out of control, and now they're trying to rein them back in. Okay? Yes. That's, what, that's, that's what's happening. You know, they lost control. You know what I'm saying? And now they're trying to rein them back in. Ah, so you know? basically they got stuck with their hand in the they, cookie they jar. Created. They radicalized these people. They, they're the ones that radicalized them. Right. No, of course. They're the ones that send out the tickets to roost. So now the rooster came back. So you know, like, so, so, so now all of, all of a sudden now they come and they say, okay, you know, these people are, are radicalized and, you know, we need to rein them in. But I'm like, come on. Wow. You know? You, wow. They did this. <laughs> they, they did this. They actually did this. Okay. So well, come on, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah. I wonder, man, like, what's it going to take for this to get, like, really blown out the the water? You know what I'm saying? Like, for this to be really, like, known, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't feel it's going to take anything. Hopefully not. N- nothing like Aaron Alexis or Myron May, but something that people will be able to take this to some type of Supreme Court Justice, and I know, Nige, that all those powers that be are compromised to a certain level when it comes down to mm-hmm. it, but maybe we could have someone with power to be able to listen to us, and if we formulate a plan to organize the TIs that are willing to go and have our yeah. stories and testimonies heard by the right people with power that are willing to listen to us, again, I reiterate that. You know, yeah. we may have something, you know, in, in numbers. Because if you just got two or three TIs, I mean, that's not much, man. I mean, I, I don't know if that's the case that's going to help at all, because I know you've been there already with the Bioethics Commission, and I'm not sure how many TIs were there with you when you were doing your thing then. But 
Yeah. I'm saying there were, well, there, there were a few, you know. There wasn't. I mean, it, you know, there were. Because I wish I wish it would have been more to tell the truth, you know. But I understand. Okay. Again, I understand. You know, I mean, at, at the time I was working, so you know, I right. had, I had the money to you know to go down there, and um, you know, but that, what was you know, it? Again, I love that. What was it? What was that uh, meeting? That was in D.C. and then they had one here. I went to one in D.C. and then I went to the one here in New York City. So they had they had they had a few. They had one in D.C. which I went to. Then they had another one. I think. They had one Philadelphia that I didn't go to, and then the one here in New York I went to. I didn't get to speak again in the one here in New York because, again, you know, they had their trolls there. Huh. It figures. You you figured that would happen, right? You figured they'd be a troll somewhere up in the... Of course. Of course. And he, and the person, the troll, of course, ruined it for everybody. Huh. You know? Before, before um, you know, it was like, uh, after this dude went up on there and he started acting the fool, the next conference they had, the after conference they had, they were like, we're not doing any pub, any more public uh, testimony. Wow. You know? Crazy. Yep. And nothing came like, out of that, Nigel. Hmm. Hey. No, I'm saying, like, Nothing came out of it. Nothing as far as them like they gave you a form to speak. But I'm not. Yeah, they gave us a form to speak, but no, nothing really. Uh, well, you know, I'm not gonna say nothing really came out of it because uh, after that, I noticed that they, there was a sharp decrease in the noise campaign. Okay. You know, I mean, even though I get the noise campaign now, it's not like every single day, multiple times a day. Right. You know, because remember, before it used to happen to me at least you know, the fire truck at least five to six times a day. Okay? But and so after that, after the Viacus conference, I think it you know, it 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 happens only a couple of times a week now. So I think somebody must have been listening. I don't think I don't think it's the people on the Viacus conference, but I think the people who saw the videos about our testimony. Okay. Uh-huh. They, they 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 saw something and they were like, you know what, we need to. You know, I think I was on there one time, and this guy got up and got this guy was like, he confronted them and he was like, we know what's going on, okay? He's like, we know what he's like, we know what's going on. We what we what we do right now is that we're trying to get tangible proof. Trying to get what? Tangible proof. Oh, tangible proof. Okay. Yeah. So, man, I'm still going back when we met up, Nigel. <laughs> you know, I, I don't forget what, what you said, man. You know, you were like, yo, expect wherever you go to have people already there, set up, waiting. Because <laughs> it's like, when we ended up in that diner, in that spot, mm-hmm. as soon as we walk in, <laughs> by the corner of the of the street where we were at, some random, you know, supposedly, supposedly, some random lady. Yeah, just came in there and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> with color codes and whatnot. And uh, mm-hmm. I held the door for her. You know, I was a gentleman about it. Yeah, even though I knew there was something funny going on. And then the guy that was sitting there in, in a booth, in a whole booth, by himself, not eating nothing, probably had a paper. Then another, you know, two on the other booth and another two on the side and another one next to the booth where we sat at. 
and they were all basically together. They knew each other because there was yeah. moments, I'm sure Nigel will agree, he, he sees it himself, where a few got up to leave, and then they went over to the other two that were across, you know, the other side of the diner, and you're like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. It's like these people all know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were, hey, yeah. oh, man, what's going on, yeah. you know? What's going on? How's the day going? And then when Nigel, I forgot to say this to you when you came back, Nigel, one of the two that were sitting by the back where the bathroom was at, mm-hmm. when they got up to leave, one of them said to the other one out loud so I could hear it, yeah, man, it might get set up. So you oh, see yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like to say stuff. That's yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's the whole thing about what not. They have conversations. About. They have conversations with each other about talking about, or you know, be careful about being set up and this and all that stuff. So all that stuff is a, it's a cause is to make you have uh, distrust, paranoia, imagine distrust. distrust. Yeah, distrust into into these paranoids. Yeah, that's basically what it is, you know. Because that's their way. Of trying to sabotage, like, yeah. Like if, if you're if you're a TI and let's say you want to go on vacation, you know they might, you know they might try to not make you go on vacation. So they might be like, well, you know, you know, because he he went away and you know, guess what? The cops set him up, you know. Right. But then in your mind, you're like, shit. If I go away, they might set me up too. So I'm not going nowhere, you know. Exactly. So again, that's one that's how one of the tactics that they use to try to keep you you know, from going and enjoying your life. Yeah. You know? And I just say not to say not to say you can't be you gotta be, you know, we all know that yeah, you gotta be cautious. You know, as a toddler you have to be cautious, but Absolutely. you can't be paranoid to the point where you don't want to go anywhere. That's it. You know? And there's a lot of I understand a lot of kids don't want to go in because they don't have the financial resources to do it. Like me, I don't really have time to do a lot. You know, so I don't basically, I don't really go anywhere. But, you know, I do you know, I do venture out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I do, I do that as go. I go to the grocery store. I go to, you know, um, if I have to go buy something to wear, I go, I go to the store and buy. It. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna stay in the house. Absolutely not. You know? I agree with that. I do the same thing, brother. I mean, look at me right now. I'm, I went for my little jog that I usually go for during a certain hour, and I'm still out right. here. You know, yeah. on talking with knives. You know, yeah, you, exactly. you can't allow these people to keep you in a set mind of fear, of yeah. constant, oh, you know, these people out there, they're following. They're going to be there anyway. So if you want to either deal with it or you don't, it's simple. Yep. You know, how you choose to deal with it is up to you. And like Nigel said, when you're ready, of course, because everyone has their own pace. You can't expect someone to be overnight. Yeah, like yeah, no. yeah. 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 One thing I know is that yeah, you gotta, you know, it's, you, know you gotta be patient. Yes. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta be. You gotta be patient because it's 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 a process that each and every one of us have to go through. You know. Right. And it's each and every one of us has to go through a process, and you know when we go through that process, we come out. Being stronger, some of us, you know, Absolutely. and everyone, and everyone, some of us, yeah. And you have to, you have to recognize and understand that too, you know. You have to have that lesson, you know. Everybody, I think, you know, most people would get to get to that point in their due time, you know. And so, like, I never try to push a TI into like uh, rush a kid to, 
you know, you got to do it at your own pace. Whatever feels comfortable to you, you know, yes. um, then, you know, that's, you got to do it at your own pace. You can't, I agree with that. You can't, you can't go on anybody's timeline except your own. Yes, and you're ready. of course. I mean, hopefully, you know, you, you know yourself and you know what's best for you. And, you know, I mean, hopefully you know what's best for you. Right. And, um, you know, but it's, 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 it's a process. It is. Big time. You know? For it me, it was many nights of being paranoid and to finally being saying, you know what, um, I can't be paranoid. No, this is not the life I want to live. I've been there, much. Yeah, they may be doing all the stuff to me, but you know what? At least I'm not tired of it. At least they're not uh, Right. You know. I mean, when you told uh, me that, man, it, I already had an idea of the whole synchronization. We experienced it while we were, you know, chilling yeah, and we met yeah, up. Yeah. You know? But yeah, you see it, right? when you hear it from another T.I., from a fellow T.I., it's like, you know, you, you're hearing it. Directly it's from someone that knows about it's, this. That they're gonna have people wherever you go. Mm-hmm. You kinda understand it in a different way. I I'm speaking for myself though. Because yeah. it takes for someone to be going through what you're going through and understand it on a whole other level. In other words, have a right. felt. And then and then also you gotta realize you also realize too that the reason why they do that also is to show their 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 illusion of power. Right. 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 What they're wielding. It's to share is to show you their illusion of power. So that yeah. you you have that feeling of hopelessness. Yeah. You know, the feeling that, you know, as as you know, like yeah, everywhere everywhere I go, these people they know where I'm going, you know, to the well yeah, because we won't know monitoring. If you haven't talked about where you're going, if you haven't been online to look at where you're gonna go and if you just get up your house and go, and there we got people that are waiting for you, remote no monitoring. Right, which equates to being implanted. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, I got an idea of what I, when I felt that I got implanted, and it's two situations. Nigel already knows. I don't know if you forgot, but I told him. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's something that, it has to, there is no other explanation for it. I mean, how is it that yeah. people are going to be able to pinpoint accuracy without, because at first, I'm sure Nigel went through this, that we all go through it in the beginning when we don't know what's, you know, 100% what's going on. I left my cell phone purposely at home because I'm like, okay, they're tracking me through via my cell phone. That's how they have right. the GPS right. triangulate my location. Right. But they still were finding me. I'm like, Oh, that's uh-huh. a lot. I took the battery out my phone. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I did all I that stuff. I went through all of that, brother. Yeah. Yep. So it, wasn't like, until I, it wasn't until I learned about remote neuro monitoring and I stopped doing all that stuff. After I learned about you, um, remote neuro monitoring, Me too. I stopped doing all that stuff. Me too. Exactly. I stopped, because I stopped, it's like, changing, my, I stopped changing my password every week. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? With the remote little monitor, they 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 have they don't they don't know about passwords, so it doesn't make exactly. any go through that. It's like having a staring contest with a fish. They got yeah. no eyelids, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's pointless. You know what yep. I mean? So it's like once you get to that level, man, where where you're able to accept that, because that's not hard to you know accept. That that's hard to swallow, man. To be like, oh man, 
I'm implanted. Then you go through the whole processing of when did that happen? How did it happen? Who put it in there? How long uh-huh. has this been going? You know what I'm saying? So all yeah, of that. And what, listen, when you come to that realization, your first thing is to, I need proof. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you'll see. That's when they, that's when they'll, they'll deny you every effort to try to I mean, get the proof I, that you need. Right. I, I broke down you, when you, you told me. I, I broke down when you told me, Nudge, that you went to get an MRI done. And you felt that they gave you someone else's MRI and passed it off oh, yeah. to you yours. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they do that. I believe that shit. I believe that oh, they're yeah. fully capable of doing that. You know? Oh. They got the networks within the medical association and all that. Believe that, man. Yep. Crazy, man. That's it's like, a, it's like a web that doesn't stop. The tentacles reach... Yep. Way beyond what you would even imagine. That's exactly what, man. That's a shame, you know? It is. It is a shame. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we're, we're living it, man. We're living that, like, like seriously? Boy, yeah. I'll tell you, when I realized, when when I woke up, when I was able to realize what was going on, I broke out, of course, man, because anyone, any human being is going to be like, for a while rattled. You're going to be like, whoa, this can't be happening. Whoa, wait a minute. Let me step back. I need time to myself. I need to regroup my thoughts. I need to figure out what the heck is going on. Yeah. Yep. And that went down for a while for me. You know what I'm saying? So much so that I ended up being incarcerating my own self in my own home for a while. Because right. I had right. to figure out, I, that's the type of mentality I have. I have an analytical mind. So I have to figure things out. I have to connect right. dots. And have to, so through the time, through the course of time that I was processing all that, I came across, of course, Brother Nigel Nicholson's videos. Once I saw this man's videos, I said, oh, man. Hold on a second. I knew I had paid dirt. I knew I had paid dirt because it was just pretty much the same thing that I was going through. Then I realized, I said, okay, this brother's going through it. And I started hearing all his stuff that he was experiencing. I'm like, yo, that's pretty much the same thing. And I was like, wow, we can't be the only one, so there has to be more. So then I started discovering much more TI videos. And I know that this fake out there. I know that there's, but you can, after a while, when you, when you realize and you're conscious enough to be able to tell the, the fake TIs from the real TIs, mm-hmm. you'll know. You'll inherently know. Believe that. Anyway, so as I was processing all this information and going through the motions of accepting, because you, you, you got to get to a point where you got to accept this, because it is mm-hmm. what it is. It wasn't easy for me. I, I didn't want to, like, accept the fact that I was chipped. You know, in the beginning, I was like, no, no, I can't be. There's no, you know, there's no way. How, you know, this and that. Because I was still stuck in the indoctrination of this world and the dumbing down to a mm-hmm. certain degree, to a certain degree. Because I've always been conscious, but not to the point where, you know, I was able to accept this because that was too much to accept. Yeah. 
once I realized and I accepted it because I, I figured out that another person was going through it and they survived it. And then I was like, wait a minute. This can't be the end all be all for a person's life. Right. You, it's up to you to decide what reality you want. You could create mm-hmm. your own reality within this reality. If you want to yeah. stay on some negative type of mentality, you can do that and you'll end up where they want you. Yeah. Or you can do the opposite and continue living your life and doing yeah. the things that you were doing before that you were liked, that you enjoyed doing no matter what. Knowing that they're going to be around, obviously, is fine. you got to tune that out. you got to tune that out. You know what I mean? And continue yeah. moving forward. Because if you don't, it's just going to stay stagnant. You're going to stay in that same area. And it's a sad existence because it's like that's exactly what they mean, Nigel, if you correct me if I'm wrong, by the slow kill. That's part of it, you know, keeping you in that state of mind. You slowly start killing a person mentally, emotionally, and physically eventually because you're mm-hmm. isolating them from society. You're isolating them from all their friends. You're isolating them, you know, you're keeping them not getting air, you know, get sick, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So you got to push through it. Yeah. When you have the ability to, you know, higher power, if you, have, if you believe in God like I do, you know, that's another level. I'm not going to get too much into that right now, but that's another level. Like Alda said, <laughs> jokingly, Alda said, if you need to hug a tree, if you're a tree hugger, go do that. You know, if you are... Uh, like to volunteer in places and help people, go do that. You know, yeah. get out there. Do something. Mm-hmm. You know, because these people thrive on your misery, on your anger, on your sadness, yeah. on your fear. Yeah. You know, so you can't give them what they want. You know, that's how come Nigel has said himself, man, and I've yet to try this. Because I guess I'm not on the level that Nigel's on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Nigel came on and said, you know, sometimes I just walk around and I smile. And I, but I genuinely smile and I'm happy. And that pisses right. them off. And I'm like, wow. That's like a so simple thing. It sounds so simple. But, you know, for some people like me, it's like difficult, you know, to smile like at an enemy. You know, but that's something I got to work on. But I know why he does it. I understand it. I get it. I just don't, I'm not ready. <laughs> you know? But I, I get what you're saying, brother. That, that, that's something, that's deep, because that's like you're giving them what they don't want to see. They right. want to see you right. sad. They want to see you sad, you know? Right. But you're not showing them that. So they're like, man, what the heck? You know, it's not getting to a reason, you know, why is this guy happy? You're not supposed to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I believe wholeheartedly, I had mentioned to you this before too, Nights, about this program being completely satanic as far as having roots to, you know, satanic connections, man, as far as people, like vampires, man, they they feed off of all those negative emotions, Mm -hmm. you know? Anything positive, anything good, anything with integrity, 
they label as dissident, problem makers, domestic terrorists, you know, people who are against what the New World Order is about. You're not down with the program, you know. And this is it. This is it. You know, this is where it's coming down to, man, revelations. I'm not going to get too deep on on Nigel Shaw about that stuff, but it's real, you know. We're living through it. But uh, I just want to make sure T.I.s know that you can. You can survive this. You can do it. If you really, truly believe that you can go through it, you can. Yeah. I'm living testimony on it. Nigel is too. And there's an old plethora of TIs out there spread across nationwide that I know of that are doing it too, man. There's some homeless TIs that mm-hmm. are going through it. Homeless. Yeah. And they're still yeah. out there. Man, you got to take your hat off to these people. You know, they're still doing their thing. You know, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure. They're struggling. They they going through their moments where they're like, ah, they're human too. Yeah. But they get through it. And if they get through it, we all can get through it. Slowly but surely. I'll say it again, you know, us TIs need to come together. We need to put our differences aside. Some people they get, you know, to a level where they have issues with certain people, and that's fine, man. People are not all going to get along. I understand that. That's only human nature. However, according to the circumstances that we're all in, unfortunately, we can't choose who is going to help who, you know, through that, because this is not high school over here. This ain't yeah. a popularity contest. This is life and death we're talking about. This is how real this shit is. This is not a game. You know, and people need to realize this, man. People need to put all their differences aside. I'm dead serious. Because they're counting on Mm -hmm. our division to go through with their little Agenda 21s and all this other shit that they're putting across. Depopulation, eugenics, whatever you want to call it. Right. How your kids doing, man? Nice. Yeah. How your children doing? Oh, they're they're okay. They're doing better, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, we were all sick, so I did better because Ethan, you know, he, he went to school yesterday. And okay. I think you had so, mentioned that uh, you said that you don't know how you got sick or something like that, but then it was something to do with one of your kids going to school and they got sick off another kid at school? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, and you know, and and also, you know, my my daughter, since she goes to the babysitter, she comes back, she's always sick. So sometimes I don't even want to take it to the babysitter because, you know, she always comes back sick. Yeah. You know, you know sometimes you know, some of these parents are ridiculous. You know, if your child is sick, you know, he's, he's in home. 
True. You, know, you, you, you send them out to school or you send them out and everybody else in the, in the class gets sick or everybody else has a babysitter they get sick, you know? And then yep. you, now you now you now your sick child made, you know, a couple more children sick and they, now their parents got to stay home to take care of them. So some people are just, you know, they just, they have, they're, they're kind of, they lack common sense. Yeah. yeah I no, think you're right. Lack. As far as what you said about that, I mean, it's unfortunate, man. It's sad to say this, but it's true, man, especially in public school uh, parents for some reason, you know. They, they they lack, like you said, it seems like the common sense factor. I'm not going to say all parents, obviously, in the public school have the children enrolled in the public school system, but it's interesting to see and notice that in a lot of that. It almost seems like they don't care, you know. I'm not saying all public school parents now, obviously, you know, because Nigel's one, so he wouldn't, you know, obviously he's a great parent. He knows how to handle his children and take care of them and provide for them and all that stuff and teaches them right from wrong and you know. So it's, I'm just saying in general, man, like a certain mentality, man, that I don't understand it either. I guess certain things weren't made to be understood. They just are, unfortunately. I got dropped from the call. Was that nice? I got dropped from the call. You dropped the call? But I got dropped from the call. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that, bro. I I was still talking, man. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Jeez, you know what? Look at time it is. Oh, man, going on three o'clock. Oh wow! Yeah, I gotta get home soon, man. I got stuff to do in the morning, so shit. Yeah. So good though. It's worth it, man. Four way because this is uh, once a week, you know. And uh, sometimes you have to express yourself, and if you find the moments to do it, it could be at this time, and it was necessary that was needed to be talked about. Yeah. You know, and I just so happened to be out here almost 3 in the morning after my run. And I got on Nigel's call because Nigel's, you know, was, they were getting sabotaged. You know, they were going inside his stuff and trying to mess his thing up. But yeah, no. Nigel, being the man he is, man, didn't give it in and found another way. And that's mm-hmm. how you do it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's interesting because I'm out here, you know, New York City, and it's pretty much dead out here, you know. And uh, it's like you see a few cars out here, you know. Some may be regular civilians, but then you know there's a few that probably are not, and we know who they are, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised, though. I'm actually surprised that, because I saw the police earlier when I had mentioned it to you where I was, I saw them like, you know when they start creeping really slow and they have their lights, those white lights on the side of the top of the sirens on? Yeah. That's how they were creeping on you. And I saw them. So that's why I gave that warning out to make sure that Nigel's was recording in case they came to me and said, hey, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be in the park, blah, blah, blah. You know, just wanted to make sure that everything was recorded just in case, you know. Yeah. Uh, but nothing happened. That's what I was about to say and finish. Nothing has happened and probably nothing won't happen. But 
you know, with these people, you never know. Because I know as well as Nigel knows, as well as they know, that I'm chipped. And they know exactly where I am at every moment. Any cop who's on the job, their computer or whatever, they can see me like a blip on the radar. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's how we mm-hmm. pop up to these people. Just for T.I.s to know that. You know? And I'm pretty sure that they know where I'm at. I'm just surprised that they haven't come up to me yet. You know? I mean, they see, I'm like, I'm not giving for I'm just walking after I went through my little exercise routine or what have you. You know, they, they know I'm not doing nothing wrong or negative, so I guess that's probably why they're not really messing with me like that. But, uh, shit. Like Nigel said, as a TI, you gotta be, you gotta be extra cautious sometimes. Not to the point of paranoia, of course not, you know. But be aware. Yeah. You have to be aware because yeah. the your life as you know it has changed dramatically. You don't exactly. You don't get exactly. to live the way you thought you lived in this country, free, quote unquote, nope. with the rights that most people have. Have yep. Your your rights are now denied. Yeah, and like exactly. Nigel put me up on the conspiracy of rights is what they're yep. doing. That's exactly what it is. And I keep that all in my mind. I keep that as I'm walking right now and talking. I got it right there, in the back of my head. Make sure I keep that in motion in case they do pop up. I know I gotta make sure I keep a, a level head. When I talk to them, speak to them, you know, and address them as officers, oh, yeah, no problem, yeah. officer. I'm going this way, blah, blah, whatever, you know? Yeah. And you just got to make sure that you don't have any altercation. You don't get give them no unnecessary attitude or – because that's what they rely and count on for you to do. They're looking for any reason to lock yeah. your ass up, you know? Yeah. They're not looking to give you a ticket. Trust me. They're not looking to give you a ticket. Yeah. They're looking mm-hmm. to lock you up. You're trying to get your record. That's what business you're doing. Right. Yeah. Which I already had, you know, but it's yeah. by now it's like years later. But still, you know, I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to get into none of that crap, you know, because yeah. I already know as a TI, I know what time it is. I know what they yeah. can do. So that's another piece of advice. All right. So yeah, right. Hey, listen, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but yeah. I'm, I'm ready to head to bed. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Nice, no doubt, man. All right. Uh, so get him safe, man. Get him, get him safe, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty, you know. Will do. Will do. You know me. out there right now. So just yeah, safe, man. man. Yeah, no, I know. I know, bro. I'll be good, man. I'm, I'm, I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? But thanks for, yeah. for the call, man. Thanks for letting me express myself and putting all that stuff out there. Another great conference call. And uh, we'll talk soon, guys. All right? All right, man. All right, have a good day. You too. Okay. Peace. All right, peace.
Too bad no one's there. I'm currently surrounded by the crew from 1955 to 1963 that kidnapped and abducted and implanted all the children with something that's the equivalency of a 1955 United States Air Force. Jet plane weapons targeting training system. I call them the well trackers. One goes behind each kidney and it hurts, and especially when they turn them on, it heats up the kidneys and makes them swell. And one goes in the peritoneum sac by the belly button. And you can always feel it heating up and vibrating when this weapon system is turned on. It's a 1955 weapon system. And a whole bunch of these dirty uh, drug dealers from the 1950s had a bunch of money. The money laundered. They bought these weapon systems from this uh, United States Air Force guy named Michael Aquino. By the way, he lied about his age online. He graduated school like in 1947, 1948. And that's not his dad. He lied. He went to school again and re-graduated when he was like 32 years of age in 1964. Most of them did. They went to school twice so they could have sex with little children. These unscrupulous people then gave their sons the permission to be their landlords and run those buildings, and all these houses have weapons targeting systems out of jet cones. All the victims from 1970 to 1980 will remember these guys keep arriving with these cones that were almost the size of a uh, barbecue pit that you make out of a water heater, but they were pointed and they were shiny with a tip on them. Well, those were jet cones, weapons targeting packages from 1955 to like 1961 jets. Those systems are installed in houses all across South Texas, from Starr County all the way to Brownsville, Texas, north to Willsey County, and all the way across again, because these guys are cocaine smugglers from the Cuban days. And somebody from the United States Air Force decided to take a whole bunch of property from America and sell it to these guys. And his name is... Michael Aquino, Guy Anderson, and Garcia Landlord's whole family. Every property Garcia Landlord has ever walked on has this equipment installed in the roof and they're attacking their neighbors from Brownsville, Texas, all the way past Star County. I'm now afraid this stuff is being installed in New Mexico, all over Albuquerque, New Mexico, and other cities in New Mexico. Since New Mexico doesn't have that many cities, it's not going to be too hard to find the subdivisions where this equipment is because... You just need a CC-308 plus to find them. It's all twisted three magnetic beams. The 1955's weapons targeting system that hits the kidney, hits the kidney, and hits the front of the belly is based on the triangulation of three magnetic twisting electrical beams of magnetic energy, Tesla, through their electricity. You wouldn't want to use that on a jet today, of course. But this guy's using it in homes on humans. So I hope this recorded. If it's not recording, no well.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.